Today is Monday, September 20th, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Coming up, we dive into the Dirt Racing Weekend, including what happened at Knoxville in Texas with the All-Stars, Outlaws, USAC, and a bunch more. Before we get going, if you'd like a free and easy way to support what I'm doing, subscribe and follow the show and leave me a review on iTunes or wherever you watch or listen. You can also follow at Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And DirtTracker.com is home to a bunch of cool dirt racing content, including analytics, updated news, and a lot more. Now let's dive in. The 2021 season at the Knoxville Raceway is officially complete with the late model Knoxville Nationals taking the checkered flag on Saturday night. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series was in town for three race nights and big money on the line. Earlier in the weekend on Friday night, Tyler Erb kept his momentum from the first prelim night rolling by dominating the second prelim feature. He took the lead from Brandon Shepard on lap three and went unchallenged the rest of the way. Shepard finished second, Tyler Bruning third, Tim McCready fourth, and Mike Marler was fifth. It was certainly one hell of a start to the weekend, and things were lining up for Erb to sweep the weekend. The first two nights of racing set lineups for Saturday night, and for the 50,000 win feature, McCready and Herb led the field to green. McCready was able to lead early on, but then Turbo was again on the move. He took the top spot from T-Mac on lap 11 and started to stretch away. But this night would not end like the previous two. Herb had rear-end issues on lap 40 and slowed, bringing out a caution and handing the lead to McCready. Herb went to the infield, and somehow his team was able to make repairs and get the one car back in the race. Herb eventually drove through the field to finish sixth. On the restart following Herb's problems, two-time race winner Mike Marler was able to wrestle control of the race from McCready and lead most of the rest of the way. T-Mac kept him honest late in the going, even briefly taking the lead on lap 89, but Marler was able to get back by and hold him off in the closing stages. It was Marler's third late model Knoxville Nationals victory, making him the first driver with three wins in the event. McCready ended up second, Ricky Weiss third, Earl Pearson Jr. was fourth, and Brandon Shepard finished fifth. Even though he didn't get the victory, the performance for McCready was big for the Lucas Championship chase. He leaves Knoxville with a 310-point lead after Jonathan Davenport had issues early in the race on Saturday night. His engine expired pretty early, and he was credited with a 26th place finish. That actually dropped him to third in the standings with Hudson O'Neill now up to second. So Davenport in 26th and O'Neill in 7th meant McCready continued to pull away. With only nine features left in the season, time for O'Neill and Davenport is beginning to run short. 310 points is probably about 50 or so positions, so the task is going to be tall for O'Neill. And actually Davenport is 375 points back, so that's more than 60 positions for him to overcome. Elsewhere in the field, it was a nice first weekend out for Earl Pearson Jr. in his new ride with Jason Papich. He was 7th and 12th on the prelim nights and then a very strong 4th on Saturday night. It was definitely one of the strongest weekends of 2021 for EPJ. Looking ahead, it's a short few days off for the Lucas competitors as they will be back in action starting Thursday night at Brownstown. The Thursday race is the makeup from the Indiana Icebreaker earlier in the year and then Friday and Saturday are the Jackson 100. We'll have more on that later in the week. Elsewhere this weekend in super late model action, the Texas Dirt Nationals took place at the dirt track at Texas Motor Speedway. $50,000 was also on the line there, and the event drew some nice cars from across the country. Stormy Scott was on the pole for the feature, but it wasn't long before Brandon Overton was out front. He took the lead on lap three and drove away to the win, adding to his already massive cash haul from 2021. 
Bobby Pierce finished second. Scott was third. Devin Moran ended up fourth after running second for much of the race, and Michael Arnold completed the top five. The race was only 30 laps, but it looked like it took rubber and was locked down on the bottom in the later stages. The field also included names like Scott Bloomquist, Billy Moyer, Max Blair, Cade Dillard, and Chris Madden. Dillard actually won the Friday night prelim show. That was worth $10,000. With this event being unsanctioned and the promoter not having a huge social media following, it seemed like there wasn't a ton of chatter about this event. It's the same promoter as the Bristol event earlier in the year, but without the kind of cachet of dirt being put down on Bristol, it seemed like it was much quieter around the event. I'd be curious to see how many of these events continue into the future as the crowd at the track didn't look super big either. The promoter also has future events on the schedule for the dirt track at Las Vegas and the dirt track at Charlotte. You can see more details on those events at racexr.com. Out in California, the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series completed their fall West Coast Swing on Saturday night at Keller Auto Speedway. We've been watching to see if David Gravel can run down Brad Sweet for the championship, but unfortunately for Gravel, he again lost ground to the 49. Brad Sweet started on the pole and led early on, but Carson Macedo ran him down in lap traffic and took the lead on lap 14. From there, Macedo was not challenged out front for the remainder of the race, and he bagged the $21,000 to win event that was named for his uncle Tom Tarleton. It was Macedo's ninth outlaw win of the season, which puts him third in that category behind Sweet and Gravel. The race was marred by several cautions, and a few frontrunners were involved, including Logan Schuhart, who lost a nose wing while running second. He did race his way back into the top five. David Gravel also tangled with DJ Neto late in the going, which was a blow to his season. Gravel ended up 10th while Neto was out of the race because he got no guaranteed time in the work area. So behind Macedo, Sweet finished second, James McFadden third, Shane Golubic was fourth, and Shuhart completed that top five. McFadden's top 10 streak is now at 16 straight races. Sweet hasn't finished worse than ninth over his past 18 races as well. Sweet's lead over Gravel is now 156 points with 11 race nights remaining. Gravel and Macedo are only separated by 32 points, though, so that position could definitely change hands if Macedo stays hot. Also, Shuhart is only 22 points out of a top five spot, with Sheldon Hoddenshield finishing 22nd on Saturday night. The battles for second and fifth are basically the two closest we have right now in the World of Outlaws standings. The series is headed back east now with stops at Eldora and Lernerville coming up this week. Over to the All-Star Circuit of Champions, they were in central Pennsylvania this weekend at four shows at Williams Grove and Lincoln. On Friday night at the, uh, at the Grove, it was all Anthony Macri. He dominated the 30-lap feature, leading every lap and driving away to his third career All-Star win. The victory guaranteed him a spot in Saturday night's Dirt Classic event at Lincoln. Behind Macri, Lance DeWeese finished second and claimed the Williams Grove 410 track championship. Brent Marks was third, Chase Dietz fourth, and Danny Dietrich finished fifth. Only two all-star regulars finished in the top 10 with Zeb Wise hard-charging from 16th to finish 7th and Corey Eliason in 10th. Tyler Courtney's rough string of races continued with his fourth straight finish outside the top 10. Uh, with an 18th place result on Friday night, things weren't much better on Saturday night either as he finished 14th at Lincoln. After being so hot through the summer, Courtney has really slowed as of late, finishing 12th or worse in six of his last seven races. It won't matter, though, because as long as he shows up to the final three race nights, he's got the championship in the bag. On Saturday night at Lincoln, most of the feature was dominated by Zeb Wise from his outside front row starting position. He took the lead at the start and was untouchable out front until late in the going. 
He was running the top a lot, and there was a spot in uh, turn two where he made a mistake a few times late, and that allowed Justin Peck into the picture. The two traded the lead inside five to go, with Peck leading lap 36, Wise lap 37, and then Peck taking over for good on lap 38. Peck went on to the $20,000 Dirt Classic victory, which was his fourth All-Star win of the season and first since June 17th at Muskingum County. Freddie Raymer finished second after starting 11th, Wise faded to third, Anthony Macri was fourth, and Corey Haas hard-charged from 17th to finish fifth. Several contenders ended up out of the event with mechanical troubles that included Lance DeWeese, Brent Marks, and Spencer Baston. Even though he didn't get the win, it was an impressive run for young Zeb Wise. Lincoln is a difficult track to master, and he looked like a veteran. Unfortunately for him this season, it's either been feast or famine, it seems. He's got those two wins plus 15 top fives, but he also has 24 finishes outside the top 10. He really needs to find some consistency in the years to come as we know he has the raw speed and talent to compete. Just three nights now remain for the All-Stars with Eldora coming up this weekend and two nights at Fremont in a couple of weeks. USAC National Sprint Cars were in Indiana this weekend for two shows, a Friday night at Circle City Raceway in Indianapolis. All anyone saw was the tail tank of Tanner Thorson's number 19 AZ. He started second, led all 30 laps, and bagged his fifth National Sprint Car win of 2021. It was Thorson's eighth finish of sixth or better in his last nine races, which includes two wins and two seconds. Chris Windham finished second, Jake Swanson third, Brady Bacon fourth, and CJ Leary was fifth. Kevin Thomas Jr. ran up front for most of the night, but a late mistake from Emerson Axum caught KTJ out, and he ended up eighth. On Saturday night, though, things went a little bit better for KTJ. At Hobstot for the Hustler, we had 37 cars for $12,000, and it was Brady Short and Chase Stockton leading the field to green. Those two battled through much of the first half with each leading laps. Coming to complete lap 18, though, while working lap traffic, Short made contact with a lap car and second place Justin Grant and that allowed Thomas to slip by on the high side for the lead. From there, it was all KTJ out front. He led the final 23 laps en route to the $12,000 win. Grant ended up second, Brady Bacon was third, Thorson fourth, and Stockton ended up fifth. After not winning any national races in 2020, Thomas has seven wins this season to go along with 31 top 10s in 35 starts. It's been an absolutely incredible turnaround for KTJ. In the standings, Bacon continues to lead the way as he looks to defend his championship. He's got 68 points now on Thomas, while Grant has slid to 117 back in third. The series continues their season on Thursday at Gas City I-69 Speedway. In other non-wing competition this weekend, it was a banner finish to the Hockett McMillan Memorial for Wesley Smith. He won the Power Eye Friday night feature uh, in war competition and backed it up Saturday night with the victory in the finale topping Xavier Doney and Jack Wagner. Mario Clauser was crowned the 2021 war champion. With the ASCS and the winged portion of the Hawk and McMillan Memorial, Derek Hagar won both the Thursday and Friday night prelim shows, and then Saturday night it was J.J. Hickel who bagged a win in the $10,000 finale. He slipped by Roger Crockett in the closing laps and drove away to his fourth ASCS win of 2021. It was his first series win since June at Grace Harbor. Crockett finished second, Scott Boguski third, Blake Hahn fourth, and Howard Moore was fifth. With two nights at I-30 and two nights at Devil's Bowl left in the season, Hahn leads Hickel now by 60 points, with Matt Covington slipping back to third, 138 points back. Covington had a rough weekend with finishes of 9th, 24th, and 21st. 
At Fonda this weekend for the Fonda 200, Stuart Friesen overcame an early flat tire and broken shock to capture the 53,000 to win Fonda 200. His crew fixed his car and got him rolling again, and he topped Rocky Warner and Mike Mahaney. It was Friesen's 31st career short track Super Series victory. With the, uh, the rival Super Dirt Car Series, Matt Shepard captured the 10,000 to win race at Land of Legends, topping Billy Decker and Larry White and extending his series points lead. Super Dirt Car Series is back this weekend for two nights at Albany, Saratoga. Other weekend open wheel winners included Ty Mahako at Bloomington in a non-wing car. Paul Neenheiser won in a 410 wing car at Jacksonville. Josh Boffman won at Lernerville. Greg Wilson picked up fast wins at Moeller and Fremont. Scotty Thiel was an IRA winner at Beaverdam. Terry McCarl was an MSTS winner at Rapid Speedway. And Chase Johnson was a USAC West Coast winner at Kern County. For more from the Open Wheel Weekend, visit tjslideways.com. Another weekend late model action, Dono Marcoulier was a $10,000 winner at Tri-City. Dave Hess Jr. won at Erie's. Zach Dome won at Hilltop. Josh Rice took the Ironman show at Lake Cumberland. And Jared Hawkins won the Super Show at Atomic on Saturday. For more late model results, visit dirtunder.com. The only thing on the streaming schedule for today is Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Monday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. 